0: Hi, Rev Judy here with Masachel Avr Perak Aleph Mishnah Hay. This Mishnah is, uh, is a delicate one and needs, one needs to pay careful attention to the language. Yosef ben Yochanan of Yushalayim, who was mentioned in the prior Mishnah, says, Your house should be open to really to the masses, should be open wide, and you should have paupers, poor people should be like members of your household. What he's advocating for is a home like Avram and Sarah's home, a home where people come through, travelers, whoever needs can come, and especially those who are impoverished. I note that travelers, sometimes a traveler is actually wealthy in terms of their their balance in their bank. However, they are impoverished in the sense that right now on the road, they don't have what they need. And so that's part of or uh, Orchim, of welcoming guests, is having them in because they are people who have a need right now that is you know, limited ability to, to Take care of or to, to fulfill And so it should be open, You should have people He may be adding on to what Yosef Ben-Yuezer Said in the prior Mishnah, or he may be arguing Yosef Ben-Yuezer was focused on having a home That is open to scholarship and, and Torah study Yosef Ben-Yohan is saying It's a home that's open to chesed And hopefully both, that you have people in there Who, who need a place to be and you can provide that now it gets a little sensitive Do not overly speak with women or With a woman Or the woman This is talking about even one's wife Let alone the wife of someone else That getting overly chatty Or talking with other women So this is this is a problem that can lead to a bad place I don't argue the point As it may not be a great idea For people to be uh, you know, Overly social uh, With other people's spouses Fair, fair, but it sounds like you really shouldn't be talking to each other, and there's a lot that people have to offer. There's a lot that women have to offer. So to say, when the mission say, don't speak to women... They're very intelligent women who have a great deal to give. So, what do you do with that? So, you keep going. The Abisha makes it, like, kind of doubles down. Mikan From here, the Chachamim said, Anytime that a person engages in, in speaking all this much with a woman, he's causing evil to befall himself. It's bad. He's going to lose out on study, study of Torah. In the end, he's going to inherit a place in Gehenim. It's, it's going to a bad place. This is not good. So, you hear that and say, hmm. Is that societal? Is there something else here? So a couple of thoughts. And the first is that the, um, that the Mishnah is talking here is because it said earlier, it shouldn't even be with one's wife. So what do you make of that? Of course one has to speak to one's wife, and why would that be a bad thing? Uh because at face value, it just sounds like it's saying don't don't speak to women. So the Mi'iri has an excellent comment here where he says that the word that the mission is using deliberately is sikha. Siha is um, idle chatter. Idle chatter really doesn't belong even with one's wife because you could be having a substantive meaningful conversation with your peer and your partner. And so when it says don't be overly involved in Sikha, doesn't mean not talking. To women or to one's wife, it means not chattering and speaking about nothing. Actually, all the more. That's why it says Almost like you should be having real conversations with people, and not simply something that kadi, whether with spouse or others. And thus, when it goes on to the next part and says that if somebody is overly involved, marbeth sicha, overly involved in this chatter, then it's going to gorim raalats. Well, first of all, idle chatter leads all kinds of places that are not great, including specifically lashin hara and just. You know, levity, just not, not being thoughtful. But also Botomi Torah. it takes you away from things that are substantive. I saw one interesting comment that noted that also if one has say has a bad experience in learning, let's say at the Beit Midrash, and then comes home and tells one's wife, it was linking these two that it's Goryam Ra de Torah that it can lead you to something wrong and to lose out on Torah because one spouse may say take their side and say, Don't go back here, those people aren't nice then you miss out. It's interesting that in the laws of Lashon Hara, the Chavetz Chaim notes, there is not an immediate spousal exemption for Lashon Hara, uh, that one's allowed to tell their spouse if it's constructive, but just coming home and complaining about all the people who weren't nice today, what can happen is that a day or two or 20 later, you make up with the people at work, or wherever you were, that you were dealing with someone, and you never end up telling your spouse. Your spouse still holds a grudge against them, and you don't. And so one has to be careful about sharing things that happen. If it's constructive and it's helpful to vent, to be heard, to strategize, great. But if telling one's spouse about something a slight that happened in the workplace, it's simply going to lead their spouse to... You know, push back and and hold a bad opinion of a coworker, that may not be so very constructive. And in the end, it goes to a bad space. And so, the core distinction here that needs to be focused upon is contentful discussion versus chatter.